You are listening to islandsradio.ca, brought to you by the Gulf Islands Community Radio Society. I'm Dan Miller. Thank you very much for tuning in today. We are broadcasting live from the market in the park, or Saturday market, here on Salt Spring Island in the unceded territory of the Cowichan tribes, the Saanich First Nations, uh, Shemanis and Penelicut First Nations as well, and others. And uh, today with me for the next hour is going to be Damien Inwood. And he, uh, hi Damien, how are you? Hello Dan, And you, good. you have a special guest today as well, don't you? Yes, I'm delighted to be able to speak with the NDP candidate for Saanich Gulf Islands, Sabina Singh. Welcome to uh, Ganges, Sabina. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, great to see you. Um, I gather you're doing a bit of a tour of uh, the Gulf Islands today, is that right? Today we're going to Salt Spring, Maine, and Pender Island. Okay, and, and how much time will you be spending on the Gulf Islands, do you think, during the campaign? During the whole campaign? Yeah. As much as we can. We're certainly very interested in the all the issues uh, uh, surrounding the islands, but um, they are, uh, Sandwich Gulf Islands, as you know, is a huge riding, so there's lots of many places to visit. Right. Now, um, let's get to the issues right away then. Um, one of the main issues, I think, here on Salt Spring is the lack of affordable housing and rental housing. In fact, lots of the businesses here are challenged in, in hiring staff because they can't find anywhere to live. Can you uh, give me an outline of what the NDP would do, uh, government would do to uh, correct this or help this problem so that uh, we can actually have people work here? Yes. Affordable housing is probably one of our number one issues. Of course, climate action is as well, but we find them quite related. So it's really important that people have a, an affordable living, an affordable place to live, a nice community, and in that way they can make good choices for the environment and for themselves, but if they can't even find a place to live, that's very difficult, and I know that on the islands it's been a huge issue. Yeah, and do you have anything in your platform that addresses that? Of course we do, yes. So we're going to be making half a million new houses right away. Uh, affordable housing, as I said, is our number one issue, but in particular our party is concerned about renters. So we have an up to $5,000 rental subsidy for renters. Um, um, and so we're, we're really conscious on making available rental space, which I know on Salt Spring is, is desperate, as it is in many places, the writing. So is it for students going to UVic or a number of issues? But we have, um, there is a lack of housing here. And I was on listening to one of the Islands Trust uh, organizations, for instance, and, you know, there's a man who says, hey, I can install a $10,000 beam on this island and I can't find a place to live. Yeah, right. So, in that sense, I think the problems that we're facing across the country between haves and have-nots, uh, the people who have lots and the people who don't have so much, uh, they, it's really acute on the islands. It's, it's, it's happening across the country. But on the islands, it's something that everyone's feeling really strongly. So we have to go after that gap between rich and poor, in partly to address both climate action and social justice, which uh, uh, affordable housing is part of. Right. And uh, of course, uh, another hot topic here, and we've had lots of uh, residents going over to uh, Fairy Creek to protest um, the uh, logging of old growth uh, trees there and also obviously the issue with the RCMP and some of the videos which I'm sure you've seen of pepper spraying and uh, allegations that the police are not respecting their uh, rights of freedom of speech. 
So, what what do you think uh, should be done about that as far as the NDP goes? Um, so the federal NDP, uh, Laurel Collins, Alistair McGregor, they have they have written uh, particularly against the RCMP and the violence that's going on there. Uh, reform of the RCMP is a number another central issue of the of the new Democrats nationally, both in terms of race and in terms of violence. Both things are extremely important, and and the violence that you're that we're, we are witnessing the police. Uh, doing in Ferry Creek has happened against the Trans Mountain Pipeline. It's happened across the province on a number of different issues and no, we find it unacceptable. I think that's why the MPs have written uh, saying please let's look at what the RCMP are doing and, and uh, the use of force. That do, you, they're do you think we should have an official inquiry into the whole thing? Uh, we do, yeah. The yeah. RCMP is federal and it, right. it's um, the Brent Lucky, the uh, head of the RCMP, is appointed by the Prime Minister, and all of those things are fully in the purview of the federal government to be reviewing. Right. And using the federal government, the RCMP as an arm, uh, violent arm, uh, for communication is not okay. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to another issue, um, which is COVID, of course, and we've uh, just hit, uh, heard about there were some, uh, a, f a few. There have been a couple of outbreaks here on Salt Spring Island, we understand, and uh, people, of course, are going back to the mask mandate. Well, as far as the health um, issue goes, what's, what's the NDP's platform on that, and are they satisfied with the way the Liberal government has handled it? Uh, no, we're not, uh, to be blunt about it, but at the same time, there's a number of things that we need to be doing. First of all, increasing health care is a central part of our platform. Okay. And so that relates to both the affordability and the COVID preparedness that you're talking about, that we should be prepared for these disasters that are coming forward. So, um, um, for instance, cutting off our manufacturing of vaccines within Canada, that was a problem. So we would like to bring that back. Obviously, for federal workers, we agree with the mandatory mass mandates for where we can, and we believe that we need to make the availability of vaccines available everywhere. So if people are being reluctant to take them at all, um, they, that at least that availability is there. They can take it. It's easy for them to access whenever they want to do it. That's, that is the best we can do. There are mandates that we agree with in federally regulated areas, yes. Right. Well, of course, uh, I know it's a provincial issue here, but um, the question of vaccine passports has uh, caused a bit of uh, controversy in parts of BC and somewhat on the island too, actually. Um, is that something that the NDP supports, the idea of vaccine passports? The NDP supports working with provinces. Yeah. You remember that the Conservative Party stopped talking to provinces. You remember that we don't have a really coordinated uh, national uh, level enforcement of COVID policies and they are controlled by the by the provinces. So yes, an NDP government would make sure we're working with the provinces to make sure that that is actually, uh, we're consistent across the board. Yeah. yeah. Now as, uh, to change gears completely, the question of um, the First Nations and uh, obviously, um, you know, unmarked uh, burial sites on uh, Cooper Island or Penelicut Island as it's now called, uh, with regards to the residential school there. I know you're very strong on, um, on residential schools issues and the First Nations issues. 
what's uh, what's the NDP's take on this? As the Liberals, I mean, they've they've obviously pumped a little bit of money into uh, allowing and helping First Nations to, you know, do some uh, examining of the sites and all that kind of thing. But what uh, what do you think should happen now? It's a, it's an issue that is for me. Uh, it's what I spend my time doing if I'm not being a politician. Uh, so you can see, though, our leader Jagmeet Singh has he's made it his number one priority. He has constantly asked media and other people, "Why wouldn't we? Why would you even ask if people don't have clean water? We are we have to give it to them right away." <laughs> so it will be a number one priority to make sure that none of those boiled water advisories and things like that are happening across the country on, on First Nations. But again, with the RCMP reform, uh, I, I mentioned race is an issue. So the First Nations are still overrepresented in jails uh, and, um, and over-arrested and um, so targeted, and we need to be addressing those issues. Uh, policing of First Nations, but um, I currently work to convene the Congress of Nations and States, and we believe that I work with the Center for World Indigenous Studies to do that. And um, so we're looking at Indigenous nations across the world, and in every state in the world, this is a problem. It yeah. has been a problem, it continues to be a problem, and we need to find a new way. Yeah. We need to find a way that's diplomatic, that's peaceful, that's respectful, and we have not managed to do that across the globe. Canada is not alone in that regard, but we, uh, we do need to work um, with other nations and other First Nations and, and look at this global problem that we have and, and how we're going to move forward in a more respectful and peaceful and diplomatic way. As far as the residential schools go, yes. um, is the, do you think the federal government should have a, a special fund set aside now that we would be building up for compensation and that kind of thing? I know there's been some compensation given through the, the churches and uh, provincial governments. I think, uh, what, what do you think should happen with regards to compensating people? Uh, I mean, personally, I, I think people should be compensated. Yeah. Um, but I think that we will all benefit when everyone's doing well, when we can learn from each other, as opposed to creating this kind of animosity that we've created throughout our history in Canada. We don't need to do that. And I think we'll learn a lot more. We'll be able to tackle the climate crisis a lot more. We'll have a, be a much more resilient community if we work together, if we learn from each other if we learn languages that we need to know to preserve so we can understand where we live, yep. what, we, what we have to protect. Uh, we learn that a lot from the First Nations that are from here and so um, it's going to be beneficial agreement uh, arrangement for everyone and, and we just have to get to the point where we all understand that. Okay, you're listening to uh, Sabina Singh, an interview here on islandsradio.ca with me, Damien Inwood. One last question. Um, obviously you ran against Elizabeth last time. Yes. Um, I wonder what it's like running against somebody who certainly on Salt Spring is seen as a, as a local icon and um, obviously has huge name recognition as the leader or ex former leader of the Green Party. Um, what, what's that like for you uh, to, to gain some traction here against Elizabeth? Um, she's done a lot of work for our country and for, so Salt Springers obviously uh, see that. Uh, but what we, if you can imagine where I come from, is that my team, Laurel Collins, Alistair McGregor, Randall Garrison, Gord Johns, if we work together, 
we have such a more powerful team to go to Ottawa with, with for the government. So we're talking uh, to fight the government with a, a powerful team. If we're not the government, at least we can fight as a team, you know. And so when Alistair McGregor, for instance, was working on on the freighters that are parked off the coast here, and so if I can work with him. Uh, we will get a lot more done, I believe. Gore Johns was working on, for instance, plastics in the oceans. If I can work with him, we can get a lot more done in Ottawa. And so I think having that team, and really almost the island team, uh, would be really powerful for us to get our voice and get our, our issues really heard and understood in Ottawa. Okay. Well, thanks very much for dropping by, Sabina. Thank you. It's been a pleasure, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you on the campaign trail. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for having me. Okay. Thank you, Sabina. That was uh, Sabina Singh, the NDP candidate for Saanich Gulf Islands. And uh, my name is Damien Inwood. I'm coming to you live from the Saturday market in beautiful downtown Ganges here on Salt Spring Island. And uh, I'm going to play a tune now by the police, and it's one that's uh, very good for the, uh, the COVID era that we're living in. It's called Don't Stand Too Close to Me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.